it, you have to be a certain level of dick to like <laughs> do it with an audience. Yeah. Yes. Right? And like, she said he coughed for a good two minutes. I know. It wasn't, like, it, it, it's – I – that's – this is bad news bears for me. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Lainey, TV reporter, talk show host, and founder of LaineyGossip.com. And I'm Sasha, television producer and fashion reporter on LaineyGossip.com. This is a show where we get right up in your business. This is What's Your Drama. All right. So last week, we got a note from, um, well, we answered a letter from somebody who wanted to know if she should travel for Dick. Yeah. Because she met this guy online and then she showed us the photo. Was it 500 kilometers? It was some, it was, it was very like far five distance. hours. It was, yeah. yeah five hours, was, five hours. And, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, of course, you know me, I was supportive of, yeah, yeah. if it's a real dick, yes. um, go get the dick. And my but, worry was that she was maybe potentially getting catfished. Right. And a lot of other people wrote to us after listening to last week's podcast, yep. um, last week's episode, and agreeing with us. They were like, this is a total catfish situation. And yeah. the photo looked catfishy. Very and much so. It was – this was like a, an attractive person f- for TV, like a certain kind of, you know, pearly white teeth. And it wasn't our type though. Right. But that but, she wasn't asking us to weigh in on how we yeah. felt. So <laughs> we let's just decided to weigh in. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we have an update. Yes. The update, should I actually, well, the update is very simple. It was a one-liner, which was basically like, you guys are bitches. It wasn't catfished. I'm in a hotel room with him now and snapped a picture of him in bed. Right. So top so off. this is, and it's very clear that this is a hotel. So wherever these people are, the hotels are open. Lucky you. Uh, yeah. Because I, I don't know. Are the hotels open in our city? I'm not no, sure. but that's that. That then also um, solidifies my point last week, which was small town. But go on. Okay, so um, clearly they're in a hotel. You can tell by the decor, like the bed, how how the the sheets are like you know folded and room. tucked in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he is. It's him, and he is shirtless. He's wearing a pair of jeans, and his. Uh, hair still has all the gel in it, but his face is flushed. So red, so red, <laughs> so flushed. She literally must have just fucking fucked him, and then was like, "Please say cheese. I need proof." <laughs> no, he put his pants on. That's true. He, they, it was That's true. he was he was getting ready for round two or two. three or four yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes. So we would like to confirm that she was not being catfished. She clearly. Um, did the thing and traveled the five hours to go um, see this man and fuck him. And everybody's happy. Everyone's happy. happy. I'm not happy, but I'm happy uh, because she's happy. That's that's where we're at with this podcast. (laughs) Right. You're not happy because you are worried about COVID-19. Yes. So anyway, to that reader, 
if you even are listening to this, you might not be because you might still be getting fucked. Totally. Um, which good for you. But we hope you're safe. Uh, please send us a health update. Yeah. You're good at you're good at clearly, you're good at the updates. Oh, thank you. We need that. When we have nothing yeah. to talk about, thank you for this update. Yeah. Thank you for the update. Thank you for um showing us the proof. Picture evidence. That's like so receipts. Important. Receipts. Yeah. You gave I, us the receipts. And moving forward, I mean, if you can. I mean, if you can't, fine. But if you can, always provide us with pictures for our pleasure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, we are uh, ready for a new round of questions. Ready? Bring it. Okay. Let's get to the drama. Hey, Sasha and Lainey, you're fabulous. Oh, I'm not going to read that. Nope. Hey, Sasha and Lainey, I've got a quarantine question for you both. Sasha, it's your fave. Yep. <laughs> I'm 34. Female, call me T. Live with my husband. Let's call him Kevin, who's 35, and also our two kids. Stepson is with us one week on, one week off. We've been functioning as a cohort family with his ex and my parents since March. Wow. Like in the same house? Anyway, we've been married for almost three years now. It hasn't been perfect at all, but we've put in a lot of work and have really found our way to a solid place. He doesn't have a huge social circle. We moved back to my hometown about a year ago, and his mental health struggles have also impacted his friendships. Quarantine has been okay, but lately I've been ready to jump in the car and drive simply for some goddamn quiet. I've been called a chatty Kathy, but holy shit, my chatty Kevin will not <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh my God. I it doesn't that. matter what I'm doing, what I'm watching, or where I am in our relatively small house. He's always talking. Even when I'm wearing my AirPods, I'm always popping them in and out. I love him, and he's a little on the sensitive side, but how do I tell him to shut up? I love our combos when I'm not in the middle of something. We can talk for hours about all kinds of different topics, but sometimes I just want quiet. And yes, he's talking as I write this. Oh my Thanks, God, I love T. this. Tea. Tea. All right, tea. Okay. Listen, this is one of the times where I am so – I don't mean to bring it back to me, but I am so happy that my husband's a mute. It is <laughs> awesome because if I had to be stuck with someone – who had opinions. And listen, Corey has lots of opinions. He just doesn't seem to share them. They're all internalized. Mm -hmm. But this would make quarantine really hard because, again, this is so fucking unnatural for so many couples yeah. to be locked and loaded with the person you, you know, plan to spend the rest of your life with. You are, like, face-to-face -face with the person all the time. That's not yeah. natural. It's actually, like, not a lot of fun. And I find – like, I, 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 I also find it funny, though, that T – after being married is like, doesn't know how to tell her husband to shut the fuck up. Like I have, I feel like I've perfected that. And I feel like you've perfected that with Yasik. Yeah. And Yasik's a chatty dude. Yasik's chatty. <laughs> I will say that he, th the thing is, is that um, he was before COVID-19, he was alone at home all day and he is already an introvert. So he's fine to be hanging yeah. out at home all day. But then when I got home, before COVID, it was like, you know, I need to put in conversation. Like, that's mm -hmm. only fair. But there are some days where I'm so overloaded because my job requires me talking all fucking day totally. and thinking all fucking day that I, what we, our rhythm was that like, let's say I got home around 6.30, we would hang until like 8. And then from 8 to bedtime, it's my time. Oh. It was always understood. Right. But we are now on top of each other. Yeah. All day. Um, all day. And for me, as a writer, I can, like, it is, 
It is so frustrating when I'm writing and he'll just like say something. Yeah. And interrupt your flow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He tries not to. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that he, this is deliberate. He tries not to. But if, when I lose a thought, it is, I feel like I'm losing, like I've dropped a, a, a diamond. Yeah. Totally. Not to say that like, I'm not trying to say like, Ooh, yes, you, are. you know, yes, she my is. Writing, yes, whatever. She is. <laughs> but yeah, but, you've, you've lost your train of thought. You've lost fucking some dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. So um, what do we do about Kevin, chatty Kevin? What can we do? Um, what can we do for T here? Well, I think what T's already started to do is um, what I was going to suggest right off the bat is to get out of the house and take a breather because um, that's super important. And I think more of that will help T. Like you get out of the house, you go for a walk, you go for a run, you just get some fresh air, you sit in a fucking park by yourself and just read a book so that you can create those me times. And Lainey, you do that too, right? Like You've been, you've been like, it's 4 p.m. I'm coming. I'm going to walk to your house right now. You need to get the fuck out yeah. of the house. And yeah. I think that then kind of sets a refresher so that you can walk back into your house and then have those conversations again with your fucking chatty husband. I think that is – I think that's the first course of action. And just do that every day. Get out of the house every yep. day. Um, and if that doesn't solve the problem, which I feel like it will – that I think you need to tell, like, I mean, I it's so hard, Lainey, because I think you and me have, like, a very direct approach with our husbands when yeah. we're annoyed. Like, when Corey gets really annoying, and trust me, he's annoyed me so much during this <laughs> lockdown, I will say, like, please stop talking. I need you to stop talking. Right? Because if he'll tell me about, yes. like, he doesn't talk about a lot, but he'll talk about his work stuff. And I hate listening to other people's work um, stuff. We've talked about it on the podcast. It's like, adjacent right. to listening to someone's dreams. Um, I fucking hate it. And so sometimes I have patience for it, but sometimes after a busy day and he's continuing like telling me about like the most mundane details, I'll just say, I need you to stop talking to me. I just need, please just be quiet, which is offensive and probably rude, but it does the trick. I like, I mean, for us, what we talk about here is communication is always key. And, you know, T didn't say if she's like, had a sit down with Kevin to be like, listen, I think that, you know, if we're going to survive this, we need, like, everybody needs their mental recharge. Mm -hmm. So it, it might, like, what did that conversation go like if you had it? Um, how did he a, receive it? She says that Kevin is sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. So she's probably haven't, hasn't actually had yeah. that conversation yet. And of course, yeah. that's something you need to do before you, like, whip out, like, the tongue lashing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Please, no, no tongue lashing here, right. especially yes. if Kevin is sensitive. But yeah. it means that you just have to be extra sensitive about how you communicate it, which, you know, I think that I sometimes think that sensitive people get a bad reputation for being sensitive when sensitive people are should be the most empathetic about sensitivity. Like Kevin, because Kevin is so sensitive, may be able to understand more that you need your space. Like, I have never met a sensitive person that understands more. <laughs> no, but I <laughs> – An extra sensitive person is just extra sensitive. I don't know. I would like to give Kevin the benefit of the doubt. And if, if it's delivered in the right way to Kevin, Kevin will understand that T needs her space too. And I would say T just needs to figure out too – like document what time that irritates you at. 
right? Like I'm imagining it, it doesn't irritate her from fucking dusk till dawn. I bet mm-hmm. you she can isolate a time. Like, is it like after dinner or is it before dinner or is it right before you're about to go to bed? Like there has to be a time frame, I'm sure, yeah. that is like like peak annoying Kevin. Yeah. So isolate that and then present to Kevin, be like, okay, yeah. my boo. I need um like after dinner, I get like a little bit wiry. I get a little bit like mm-hmm. on edge. I'm going to tap out that hour. Okay, you cool. I love you. Mm -hmm. But I just need some time. I've realized that like, I might be like, you know, uh, like burdening you with some attitude when I shouldn't be. And so I think it's better for our relationship if from eight to nine, I peace out. I'm just going to have my me time. Right? Yeah. But as an extension of that, you know, there are a lot of therapists and a lot of relationship experts who who talk about scheduling sex. Mm Mm-hmm. And because intimacy is important in relationships and people are busy even before COVID and people have kids. And if you, even if you don't have kids, sometimes your schedules don't mesh. And, but sex is important. Sex is like, you know, you, you do want to keep the intimacy alive. And so a lot of people, and this is not a new concept. I mean, people have been talking about scheduling sex for at least a decade. And so you can also schedule alone time. Mm -hmm. You can say, Hey, every night, this is basically what you're saying, but making it official in kind of yeah. your iPhone or your whatever, Samsung calendar. Be like, hey, from 8 to 10 p.m. every night, it's your time and it's my time. We need this. Just yeah. as people have been like recommending, hey, have sex every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Like, you know, if if it's okay or if it's generally acceptable as um, a relationship recommendation to schedule sex, then it should be also okay to schedule me time. I agree. As much as I hate that phrase, me time, but yeah, schedule your me time. It's always scary to have these conversations, even when you love a person and even when you are like, they are your soulmate, blah, 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 la, la, la. But hey, if you want to preserve your relationship and again, it's getting tough now. We're on month five. Yeah. Oh, Uh, Yeah. And let's be real. You have three kids. You have in-laws or your parents or whoever the parental units were. And an ex. Oh, my God. You are on – like, you do need your me time if your marriage is going to survive. If you are even going to, like, get through it intact. So it's getting real. Like, a lot of people are – and I know restrictions are lifting in certain places, but as Sasha would remind you, maybe, I guess, the second wave is coming. Don't roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes before you say that. <laughs> the second wave is coming. Yeah. Right? So, is it? Yeah, it is. It is. It will happen for sure. So, yeah, we have to prepare for the long haul. But right now there is more freedom. So enjoy that freedom while you can have it. But I like what you said, Lainey, which is also allow Kevin to have his alone time too. Like I think that's where I was missing in my advice because I was like, yo, T, just fucking take your time and lock that down yeah. your schedule. But I think yeah. it's important too if you include Kevin. Be like – Kevin, you also deserve yeah. a timeout. Go have some Kevin time. Yeah. Yeah. Go talk to a wall. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Um, all right. So uh, next question. I'm in desperate need for your advice. I'm 37 years old and I'm currently going through a divorce after I caught my husband cheating on me four years ago. I'm so sorry. I've had to move countries and I'm currently working in a new job for about a year now. This colleague at work who had previously never initiated a conversation with me has in the last six weeks of the shutdown being focused, has been focusing his attention on me and the feeling is mutual. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, He has also come out of a semi-abusive relationship six months ago, but is otherwise a perfect match for me. Same culture, similar life experience. In these last few weeks, we have hung out a lot and he's been open with me about his past relationships and the fact that he's been speaking with a counselor to help him be a better person. I do enjoy spending time with him and would like to take uh, to take things to the next level. However, I have not mentioned the fact that I have been married before or am going through a divorce at the moment. Do you think I should mention this right now? Okay. Do we even have to read the next I one? know. I kind of yeah. am just like, where? Okay. But might as well. Finish. Do you think I should mention this right now or wait until things have progressed further before dropping this bomb? Oh, by the way, we are both first-generation Hong Kongers who are living in Australia to give you an idea of the possible cultural issues. I desperately need someone's advice and have no one to be able to turn to as no one at work is aware of my past history. Appreciate you so – appreciate your advice. Thanks so much, Ronnie. All right, Ronnie. Um, Sorry about your dickhead of a husband. Yeah. Um. And sorry that the divorce is taking so long. I mean, that's another thing, right? Like, you want to move on and this shit goes on and on. Totally. But she's found somebody who's interested. Oh, yeah. I mean… Ready to go. This is very simple. Like, I don't know if we need to get into some whole flowery, like, background here. Like, obviously, Ronnie, tell the dude about your past relationship uh, not only because that's a really good thing to do when you're starting a relationship and feel like there's a future um, or at least having fun and there's a connection, but also the guy, your colleague slash potential boyfriend is also sharing. So it's really lopsided if you're not also sharing as yes. well. <laughs> yes. And also what he's sharing is Pretty fucking real. Like, involved in a semi-abusive relationship. Um, So, listen. And getting counseling. Like, he's being very vulnerable. That's right. And getting counseling. So, here, there are two things. As you said, Sasha, everybody is opening up. He's clearly opened up to you. It would be fucking rich. No matter (laughs) what your culture. No matter what your culture, if you're like, hey – can you accept me for my past? I've been in a semi-abusive relationship. Um, and I don't want to make assumptions about what semi-abusive relationship yeah, means. So I'm just sitting here being like, okay, that's a lot yep. of emotional baggage, if you will. Yep. And then for him to be like, uh, you're getting a divorce? Fuck you. I, I, Who would I, I Yeah. <laughs> right? It would never happen. Never. But number two, this is a person who's also seeking therapy and counseling. So you would think that um, they would talk about these things. I'm really interested in this woman and Ronnie is so interesting. And But um, Ronnie doesn't share with me. Yeah. Or, but Ronnie just shared with me this. I don't know how to feel about it. And no therapist out there, and I would be afraid, if there is a therapist out there that would turn someone away, like have a black mark 
you know, on the name of someone they were advising or sorry, say to someone that they're advising that they should stay away from somebody who's been in a broken marriage, that person should have their credentials revoked. Yeah, that is, we're going down a, like a path that would never happen. That's my thing though, is like uh, what you've just said as well is Buddy is doing the work. He is right now in training mode to talk about his feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it would probably do you an injustice, Ronnie, if you don't actually come to the table and bring your own story. Because he's looking, he's clearly looking at himself, his past, looking Mm -hmm. for deeper relationships. And you could Mm -hmm. be that one. Mm-hmm. And if you're holding back, it, it, it just – there's just no point. And that's what I would say to, like, anybody. Like, I get it. You kind of have to hold a couple of things and, like, you know, remain mysterious. But if you yeah. actually are sitting down across the table with somebody and you're connecting, let just the connection happen. Talk about yeah. shit. If they if they would be put off by you going through a divorce, then they're a fucking idiot. Right. Then you don't want to be with them anyway. Like that's this is some basic like kindergarten advice that we're giving. But like truly like, of course, of course, Ronnie, tell him. And and, Um, and Ronnie, also, if you're embarrassed about that, then maybe you also need to go and talk to somebody and understand why you would maybe think that that means that you're like like damaged goods. You're not damaged goods because you've mm -hmm. got you had a broken um relationship or a relationship that didn't work out like fucking that happens to everybody well i think that ronnie may be alluding to some cultural issues Mm -hmm. um but even still ronnie i think that in in the culture you're talking about which is uh people from hong kong living in australia even the act of going to therapy in my experience of hong kong people therapy isn't even a like you know, in my parents' generation, they weren't going to therapy. Um, And so it sounds like this person is doing, especially in that culture, something that is radical in a way. Sure. Um, So you're already kind of like, I feel like you're missing some clues about this person, right? Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. unless the Hong Kong that I know from the era where I was growing up, which admittedly, like, it wasn't last week. Um, but, but I still do know that mental health isn't as, as generally as accepted in Mm -hmm. terms of having open conversations in Chinese culture. Um, all of that, um, compared to the West, like, you know, there's still a lack of openness in terms of communication. And this person is seeking mental health advice, going to counseling. So you have met someone who, in spite of those cultural, I don't know, parameters, has clearly like is doing the work. So, um, go and go tell him as soon as possible, please. Totally. Totally. And then get into bed. Yeah. And send us a picture. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a perv. I'm like, you made me a perv. You made me a perv. I never went there. All my advice is, hey, are you fucking? Why don't you guys fuck? (laughs) No, it's, why don't you go drive, risk your life, go fuck, send me a picture. <laughs> cool. Okay, last question. Um here goes. Like everyone else, I'm dealing with issues surrounding the quarantine. I moved in with my boyfriend Mario, fake name, in November 2019 after only 6 months of dating. We fell in love really fast and because we both had bad roommate experiences and live in New York City, we thought it would make sense to move into a one-room apartment together. 
Before the quarantine, everything was going pretty well. We're both workaholics and have busy lives, so we honestly didn't spend much time in the apartment together. We never got sick of each other because we had so much other stuff going on. But now that we've been quarantined and working from home for three months together, I'm starting to become incredibly annoyed by him. It wouldn't be too bad, except that he still refuses to take the virus seriously. He says that he knows he won't get the virus, and even if he does, he'll be fine because he's young. He refuses to wear a mask unless it's absolutely required in a store and still sees his friends on a regular basis. He's even talking about going on a flight to Florida Stop. this summer. I fucking hate him. To go golfing. <laughs> break, break up with him if this no. is where we're going. I was recently really <laughs> mad at him for not wearing a mask when we went to the park, and to get on my nerves, he loudly faked. Nope. Oh, nope. shit. He loudly he's a basically faked. Karen. <laughs> That woman, uh, anyway, yes. we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. He loudly fake coughed for two minutes, which caused a bunch of people to rightfully look afraid and angry. I was humiliated and furious. He thinks he's just being funny, but obviously it's not. I've tried to seriously talk to him about it, but he just brushes me off. I've really only known him a little over a year, so I'm realizing I must not really know him as well as I thought I did. I would consider breaking up with him, but first of all, neither one of us has anywhere else to live. Our parents live plane rides away, and I wouldn't feel comfortable staying with a friend I also don't want to ruin a relationship that was going pretty well before quarantine. I'm so stressed about everything and don't know what to do. Please help Angie. Okay. Mario is… Okay. All right, Sash. Why don't no, you go? You go. You go. Go I'm, off. Go no, off, no, Sash. I don't want to go off. I want to take a breather. Okay. And you tell me what you think because I'm… I need to slow my roll right now. <laughs> so… Yeah, there are a lot of people out there who aren't taking the pandemic seriously, which is probably why we're in this in the pandemic first place. in the first place. <laughs> yes. And admittedly, I didn't take it seriously back in probably January and February. Yeah, like, I know that. In the sense in the sense of like seriously being like I was like, okay, you know what? There's this thing happening and we're just going to be careful because I don't know, maybe I'm being a jerk about this. Um, but I don't think we had all the information. You know, um, I honestly don't think like back then we didn't know it could affect everybody. Anyway. Sure. And uh, like the news that it was initially coming out of East Asia was that like it was pre-existing conditions. Wasn't like perfectly healthy people walking totally. around. And, and then, you know, obviously as it escalated. So five months ago, I too was like, okay, let's all calm down. Now, however, that, that was the, five months ago, though. Yes, but I'm just yes. trying to like say that I I can't claim to be like, oh, I was on this from the beginning. Like, I'm no, not going to do that. But you shouldn't do that. But the fact is, uh, we've been all in this for let's say four solid months. You're telling mm -hmm. me Mario hasn't fucking gotten a clue yet and seen all the carnage around him. Like that's what's that's what bothers me about this. Is like this isn't funny. Like people are dying all the time. And not only that is like even the way that people are like quote unquote recovered, the reco no one's told you about the stories of recovery. The recovered people are still getting blood clots, are fucking on oxygen for life. I'm not saying all people, but there's a lot of people like who are going to need liver fucking transplants. Like their whole body is breaking down. So the definition of recovered, anyway, that's another topic. My point being having someone making fun or thinking this is funny or not serious is problematic to me. I, okay. So Angie, here's the thing. The, the dilemma here is like, should she break up with him? Right. Yes. She's like, what is she going to do? And she had, but she has like, 
How does she find a new place in the middle of a pandemic, right? She can't move in with anybody. Her parents live like cities and cities away. Sash, like, you know, you can't brush this off. That's a real I would come to your house. I would come, I would find, did she say she doesn't have a friend? I wouldn't feel comfortable staying with a friend. Fine. So that's fair. It's a one bedroom apartment in New York City. It's also like one of the most expensive places to live, even during a pandemic. So listen, our first writer was showed us one side of what happens when you're with people too long, right? They annoy you. But they annoy you, you just need a timeout. Angie is showing us another layer of what happens when you are with somebody. They show you who the fuck they really are, right? And that gives you another answer too. I don't think Angie just needs to like go for a walk and come back in and she's okay with Mario. Mario is like, un- like not even annoying. Mario is like not taking something seriously. That, that I don't even know what that characteristic w- would be called, yeah. but it's like, I don't know. It, it's, it's a shitty characteristic, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever you want to name it. Like if Angie had written like, oh, but Mario is so good and I just want to keep going. It's just this one thing. This I feel like is, says more about a person, says more about a person that they wouldn't take something seriously that is quite deadly, that they would like inconvenience and scare other people in public and find that funny. Like these are all shitty characteristics of a person. That's why I'm like, okay, fine. If you're not going to break up with him right now, I would at least start thinking about how you can put into place how you can take the next steps to peace out from this relationship. Fine. I'm not saying after you hear this and you agree with us, if you do, you'll be like, Mario, fuck off. We're done. But maybe start to think like, hmm, you know what? This has shown me Mario's true colors. I don't think I want to be with Mario for very much yeah. longer. I'm going to start fucking figuring out a new place to live, what I can do. Yeah. I think that you, listen, it's hard. Listen, I don't ever want to say to somebody, break up with this person. If, But I... I I I really hate the coughing in the public story. Yes. In the public story, I I think that because while he said it was just a joke, I think there's a maliciousness to that. Yes, that speaks directly to character. That is, thank you. You named I, it I, malicious. I'm really I'm really worried about that characteristic. And well, you're seeing it now on social media, right? And it's like, who does that? That's like like vile, like spiteful behavior. Yeah. And exactly. And so I worry when you when you get deeper into this relationship, how that spite, how else that spite is going to mm-hmm. manifest itself. Mm-hmm. When you get into a disagreement, is he just going to hurt you intentionally? Like because an act like that is intentional, deliberate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as you said, spiteful, and therefore Sash, I think malicious. This is a mean person, Angie. I think Mario so. Mario is mean. Undertones of mean. And I, I worry how much worse that's going to get and what that looks like in different situations. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, someone who goes out of their way to be mean like that while like, and also it, you have to be a certain level of dick to like <laughs> do it with an audience. Yeah. Yes. Right? And like you said he coughed for a good two minutes. I know. It like- it, it, it's. I, that's, this is bad news bears for me. This is, this guy is bad news. So Angie, I know as hard as it is, like, of course, I can't begin to understand what it will take for you to find a new place and get the hell out of there. But I do think you start needing to, you have to start formulating a plan. Yeah. And I don't think Angie would have written to us if she wasn't also feeling the same way we are. 
You, she just needed confirmation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is not a good person yeah. for you. And you have time. Period. And I know it's stressful. And Lainey's also acknowledged that it's stressful too. And Angie, you have too. But, you know, you still have – right now is actually probably the perfect time. You're in New York City. I know things are still crazy there. But, like, things are opening up, which means you might be able to find yourself apartment. You might be – like, things are opening up from now until probably October, September, October. Yeah. You'll have some flexibility. So do it before Ooh. the second wave. Yeah. Angie, it's it's prioritize you and how you want to be treated and the kind of person you want to be with. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know you're like, I don't want to throw away what could be a good relationship, but maybe this just exposed yes. what is lurking underneath there. Yes. Mario has some serious shit. Like, um, I, I feel like if if any of your friends witnessed this, you'd be embarrassed. And if I had a friend who was dating someone like that, I would be sad for them. Me I would too. be like, what is this person? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. I'd be mortified for my – I'd be mortified. Yeah. I'd be mortified and I'd be really, really worried actually. That's the wor- word I want to – I'd be worried about my friend. Like I would – it would yeah. – that's the kind of behavior where I would be like – is she, is she going to be okay? What's he like in private if yeah. he's willing to do that yes. in public and yes. in person? Agreed. And yeah. Agreed. So Angie, wh- however hard it's going to be to move, to find a new place, and it's going to suck and it's uh, it's horrible. Pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. But I don't think that that's going to compare like to how bad it could be if you stayed with a person like this. Totally. Who still doesn't get how embarrassing that is. Totally. Yeah, I agree. And also, if you're listening to this and you don't think that's bad, what Mario did, like you're like, yeah, that's. Uh, please contact us because no, I please would like, lose our emails. Please, no, no, no lose because they might addresses. they might be in a similar a similar situation and might not be able to see what kind of uh, toxicity they're enabling and how that could turn against them. True. Yeah, or okay. lose our email. Whatever. I would I mean. go with the latter. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for the questions. Yeah, keep them coming to me at sasha at laneygossip.com. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave comments and reviews. We love it. Um, always send pictures if you have them. We... <laughs> We're disgusting. I'm, I'm asking for pictures again. Um, we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.